0: It is the Open Mind Podcast here on a Friday night, April 17th. Thank you for joining us. Phil Nichols, Chris Evans with you as we talk all the fun happening stuff around our neck of the woods and maybe around the world as uh, we are still ongoing with the worldwide pandemic. Phil Nichols, how are you, sir? I'm holding up, Chris. <laughs> it's been hard on me. You
1: know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm pretty social, so this has been a... It's been a challenge for me. But yeah, we're you, getting there.
0: Absolutely. And uh we got uh a lot to talk about and you know, here on the open mic podcast. And before we go I I don't want to forget anything anything, uh I don't know how to forget it, but Phil, we have some of the uh greatest uh friends out there who watch this show and uh yeah. we we both got uh, an item in the mail uh this week from uh one of our friends who also a big listener, uh, to the open mic podcast. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. uh, we got the same exact thing and I can't wait to wear them.
1: Well, I can promise you when this is all over and we're able to go out in public, I told you the other day, I'm wearing mine with shorts, tennis shoes, and a wife beater. I'm going with the cutoff <laughs> blue jeans. You know, what, what, yeah, yeah. Cut off blue jeans and short. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you going to share yours with everybody?
0: Yeah. Um, what's the other thing called that the young kids are wearing? Oh, Crocs. Uh, Sheriff Crocs, Damon Devereaux also wears go. the Crocs. Yeah, I'm going to wear these with Crocs. I wish she
1: hadn't told me that. Um, I
0: wish she hadn't told me that about Damon. Uh, cut You're off ready? blue jeans. Yeah, I'm ready. All right.
1: We got our Tiger King socks. Oh, and they got, the got all the cool sayings on them. <laughs> they do, all of them. It's awesome. Yeah, I'll be sporting these proudly um, as soon as we can go in the public. There's no reason to waste that in the private. I mean, you need to, that's something that needs to be shared with the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at it there, you, you see, oops, you see over uh, here in the bottom right corner. Oh, here, <laughs> And then, uh, that's on there, and then, of course, my favorite I am never gonna financially recover from this <laughs> all on these wonderful socks. And, uh, I don't know if, if the Ugh. person wants to be identified or not, so I won't say their name because they probably right. don't want to be identified with us, Phil. So, uh, but uh, right. for our listening audience, know. yeah, for our listening audience, we were showing everybody our Joe Exotic. Uh, socks that we got in the mail today from one of our uh, fine uh, listeners and and one of our good friends as well. So uh, we're always accepting gifts. We appreciate that. Oh,
1: oh, Uh, well, yeah, we like to have all of them. Yeah,
0: I got another gift. I can already tell you, I already know your reaction here in a little bit, but I'll get to that here in a second. I just now remember this. I have open mic podcast breaking news. Oh, boy. Well, this is the fun kind. We'll have a, a serious story here in a second. So, Okay. You know, we, we, we talked about, and again for our listening audience, I'm now showing the, uh, the award that Phil got. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Ed McMahon second very, banana yeah, award uh, presented to Finn Nichols. that's
1: very accurate. Yeah, it's very accurate. Um, um, I appreciate it. Uh, it's the only award I've ever won in my life, so I'll take it, but Evans won't give it to me. It's still at his house, so I guess I don't ever get it. So
0: Correct. But I am the, proud the break, of it. Very proud yeah. of it. The breaking news, Phil, is a person who we thought the person who we thought had sent this to you at the Guthrie did News not. page Worldwide Headquarters did yeah. not did not oh, send man. this to you. And so I you got you uncovered the, who the who the You've uncovered who the actual presenter was. No, that's that's the part here. A source close to the situation tells me it was not the person who we thought, and that person was sw- sworn to secrecy; they would not give it away.
1: Well, that's uh, we're not going to say who I thought it was. Right. No, no,
0: we don't Can't need to say, say who, who I we thought, it thought
1: it was. No. Oh, okay, okay. Well, he's he's here, so.
0: Okay. Um. But it was not, it was not them,
1: but but it is something he would have done. Correct. Correct. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be clever. You gotta be thinking through things. You gotta have a sense of humor. So it was good. It was good. So,
0: uh, Phil, the other, I got one more thing that I got to show you that I got from another great listener of the show. I'm putting it on now for, if you want to look at it here. Oh boy. I have to put I have to wear a hat because I have to wear a hat because I haven't had a haircut in, in two weeks. So uh, stand by here. I am so if, if everyone if everyone can see it here. I'm gonna go full screen here. There it is. I saw a tiger. I saw a tiger. Now I understand. I saw a tiger. So I am I'm, I'm ready I'm ready for school. Whenever school starts, first day of school, I'm I'm set. I got the uh, shirt, and I got the socks. Okay, Phil, are you going to do Facebook? or Are we going to do a show? What, which one is it here? I feel like we're doing a football game again. Well, uh, Jason Cole, uh, uh,
1: Jason wants to know when when will you get sports back on? That's all we need to know. And then he follows that up, or actually precedes that with, uh, which is hilarious. God, this is worse than the video of the Italy people after forty days of confinement. <laughs> so he's a lover of ours. Chris Jason is loves what we're doing.
0: Well, all right.
1: Did you when you and Jason got a got a rivalry or something? No, no, I like Jason. Oh, oh, okay. All right. All right, I'm ready now.
0: Well, okay. we start the show. Got to show now. Um, I th- yeah, I'm ready I, I think I got all. The, I think we got all the information out there. Um, well, the news. Uh, I guess it'll probably be tomorrow. Now I haven't got the story completely written yet, but it does sound like the uh, the PBR event. Remember, uh, folks, a couple of weeks ago, first of the month. Uh, it was, I guess, yeah. it was on about 16, 15, about 16, 17 days ago. The PBR, so they were. Uh, Coming to the Lazy Arena for a close-to-the-public made-for-TV deal. And uh, it kind of got yep. um, some backlash, and and uh, they decided to put it on hold. But uh, got news today that the PBR uh, will be conducting their made-for-TV event, the Lazy Arena, next week on the 25th and 26th. And um, so... Uh, I I have that story halfway written right now. Uh, Inside that story, uh, CEO uh, Sean Gleason of the PBR says uh, they they got all these steps in place. In fact, uh, they've gone a step further. Last time, if you remember, they were going to rent out the entire hotel, uh, one of the hotels over by I-35 and Highway 33. Now all the contestants and media people, the TV crew and All the people associated, I think it's 132 people, I think it is, they will now stay in their RVs and and all that stuff on the grounds of the Lazy Arena. So they won't be coming into Guthrie, and they're supposed to be getting fuel from 60 miles away or uh, some of those details here. I'll have them in a story. But but that is the word. So they they said they think the city of Guthrie, they think Logan County and the governor's office – now, I'm gonna say all this so we can get this in front, and then you can get to your opinion here in a second Phil. yeah yeah, uh uh the city of Guthrie it now lazy arena is outside of the city of Guthrie, so city of Guthrie can't right. say yes or no, you can't you can't come here the The only th- thing associated with the city of Guthrie is uh e m s service as far as standing by um when you have events like this, the city of Oklahoma, and I forget what um department it is. But they make you have EMTs on standby at the ground, so somebody has to be in there. And of course, that would normally be Guthrie EMS. But Guthrie EMS, the Guthrie Fire Department, uh, will not be doing that. And so, uh, from my understanding, they got somebody outside of uh, the Guthrie EMS to uh, to come in and and do that. Apparently, that's what it is. So that's the only mm-hmm. the only connection with the city of Guthrie, as far as Logan County. Um, it's a little bit more political uh, with uh, when you look at Logan County, and that's in District Two. Mike Pearson, the county commissioner over there, who's been in, in a few of those meetings, and they have they've taken no action on this in in their meetings. They discussed it several times, but they said we we would have a hard time telling the business they can't what they can and can't do. And so, with no with no really restrictions in the county. Uh, The lazy can kind of do what they want. And so that leaves uh, the governor's office. The PBR went to the governor's office earlier this month and said, um, can you sign off on this deal? And at that time, the governor's office said, well, we're not going to say yes. We're not going to say no. And so um, after a lot of conversations, as we all know, it got postponed, got pushed back. This time with the governor's office, and this is where I have some of the information here Philip that I have not put wow. out yet so so you will get to see all this one L it's biblical uh, you'll get to hear this yes. first here before you see it in an article so um, they uh, they say, of course they're following CDC recommendations this is from uh, someone in the governor's office uh, it's uh, the the PBR went to them and said this is what we're going to do with all the uh, we're going to have everyone stay at the, fair, at the grounds of the Lazy E. And uh, they said, if you're able to proceed with the event with the perimeters of the guidelines set, we see no reason why the PBR competition cannot be held as planned. We appreciate your comprehensive safety and wellness plan, which shows the detailed preparation by your team to be in compliance with the executive orders. We have left discretion on enforcement of the executive orders to local municip- municipalities, which, lazy, is not in a, in a town. I mean, it's in an unincorporated area of the, of the Logan County. But if Logan County leadership believes that this event can safely proceed, there will be no interference from our office. Hmm. So the event goes on. Now remember, this these events at yep. the Lazy were not originally planned for the Lazy. They were scheduled for other states. Of course, in other states, right. you can't have these events because a lot of them have shelter in place. Here in Oklahoma, we have Safer at Home, which is usually for the sixty five, right. which is for the sixty five and older, and also those with vulnerable uh, systems. So, Underline um, health, yep. under, yeah, underlying health issues. Um, so it's per- the perfect spot for the uh, pbr to have one at lazy because they really can't go anywhere else
1: yeah i think my yes and you and i talked on the phone about this when we you know when we first heard about it um my my only we've all got to go back to work and start going back to our normal life at some point obviously and there's this is my point of contention the governor has said all this week. May, April thirtieth is the date before businesses before we can even start doing phasing stuff in, right? Discussing them, yeah. I and mean, he's on record. He's on record saying that. So, and the government's already picking winners and losers. I get that, but I have a real problem with that. If, if they would do this event in two weeks, I probably don't. Um, I probably wouldn't have as big of a problem. So I don't have a problem with what lazy E's trying to do they're just trying to run a business. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. The last time I had a problem with it because the PBR was so sneaky about it. And to be quite frank, I think the lazy E was sneaky about it. Also the last event, they were just trying to, I think they were just said, well, we'll just have this event. And nobody will know and we'll get in, we'll get out and we'll be done. Um, so it's not it's 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 more about Stit, who, in my opinion, purely my opinion, Phil Nichols's opinion, because Chris got blamed for something I said in the last. <laughs> oh box. my
0: gosh, I'm non-stop. So, yeah, a yeah, stalker. Got a, I got
1: a stalker. stalker, stalker. Now, but, yeah, you really Jeez. do have a stalker now. But it's a real life deal. But um, and just for the record, guys. I, I think most people knew I was joking about the this mask covers eighty and this one covers sixty. Then I'm one hundred and forty percent protected. I, I think most people got that was a joke, but. Um, anyway, uh, but Chris got blamed for all the, my I sure comments, did, but which I kind of enjoyed honestly, but you know, I, but he anyway, really did. That's... Yeah, I really did. But, but I'm going to financially, recover in this anything. case, <laughs> but in this case, I don't understand how the governor can do everything's April 30th, April 30th, April 30th. We got golf teams that aren't allowed to compete. We've got all these athletic events that aren't allowed to go on. They're shut down, nothing can happen, um, and it'd be so easy to run a golf tournament and do it with following safety guidelines. of the, It would be easy. I mean, number one, there's not a ton of fans at high school tournaments, usually just parents and you know family members follow their kiddos around. But it, it, name a place that's easier to do social distancing than a golf course. I mean, so I, I don't understand how the governor with a straight face – can because what he's really done is what he's done in my opinion during this whole thing is not be held accountable for anything. when it when it works for him, he says, oh it's local municipalities call. Um and then he stands up and pontificates to us about all the great things that's going on. So just my opinion, Phil Nichols's opinion, um I will vote for anybody other than Kevin Stitt next go because I think he's done a horrible job as a leader. That's just my own personal opinion. Now now but saying all that, we have to go back to work at some point. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we, you know, I mean, you got to be safe. You got to be smart about it. But, you know, we've got to get back to doing what we do, in my opinion. So, you know, it, it's it's not a, it's not a, um, uh, it's not, I, I see your favorite fans here tonight, Chris. <laughs> it's, it's all that. <laughs> But, but there's there's no uh, that's funny. There's there's no doubt about it that um, this is going to be really controversial. I talked to a couple of people that are at the state legislature today legislation legis- uh, at the state capitol, yeah. a senator and a representative talked to our senator and our representative. They were told as of yesterday that it wasn't going to happen. And I did the and our state rep Gary Mize is to be quite frank. You know, everybody in politics is in a tough spot, but Gary and them are going to get blamed for a lot of this stuff. Uh, but you, you know, they don't—they don't override what the governor says when it comes to this. And so, there's just a lot of really craziness out there. Um, that I, I don't—I think there's a lot of talking out of both sides of your mouth when it comes to our governor. Um, well,
0: you know, and I think. With anything, Phil, there's there's people on all sides of this deal. And, um, unfortunately, when you have situations like this uh, with any decision makers that are out there, you're going to have those that are completely for it, those that are completely against it, some that kind of see both sides of it and, and glad they don't have to make the decision. So, it, like anything else, this thing has not only this deal, but it, it just leads to the frustration of the political thing of – of all this stuff and so it's just you know um there's people upset with the mask ordinance there's stuff right. that that uh churches people getting fined in other cities and other states and so they hear all that and they just add their frustration to this topic as a as yeah. a whole bringing it all together so this is um it, and we still have 13 days uh until April 30th And it just seems like this is just it's getting more mean spirited. I, I don't know if that's the right word, but it's well, people. People are frustrated. Yeah,
1: I mean, you got folks out there that aren't aren't working, aren't making money, aren't aren't able to take care of their responsibilities, aren't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, and listen, everybody wants to be safe. Even the people that have been very outspoken about that this is wrong, that's wrong, this is wrong, right? Right. We know a lot of those people. They're friends of ours, and they're not. I mean they're taking it seriously, you know they're not being reckless that that's just their opinion right, and so i I respect that and and many things they say I agree with you know that because we talk about it yeah but you know but i but I don't think it's i I think it's getting to the point now where they better start figuring some stuff out or it's gonna be i mean you're I don't think we've even begun to see the frustration and what people will do. I mean, at the end of the day, everybody's got to remember the people of this country run this country. We may elect political officials, but the people run this country. And, and it's, you know, you know, when we did the mass thing in Guthrie, you know, I'm, I'm, and I still feel this way. If it makes other people feel better, wear your darn mask. It's not a big deal. Right. I've also right. told you in private conversations. Now, if they start doing things that, in, that for me personally, that I feel like really starts violating things that really matter to me. I'll be the first cat to 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 confront them about it. But it's just, it's just um, people are getting frustrated. they they're 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 you know. And and again, when you look at the at the infection rate and you look at the death rate and you and I know people. You've ran stories about the flu and not the, flu, you know, and then you start hearing about all the the way they're reporting it is inaccurate. It is, you know, so you get that whole debate, um, you know. But all I know is this: the flu does kill a lot of people every year, mm-hmm. and we don't shut our country down for it. Now I think this was a little different because when it first got here, we didn't really know what we were dealing with.
0: It spreads. We don't have a too. vaccine for COVID it. COVID does. It,
1: Absolutely, we don't have a vaccination for it yet. Obviously, Um, now I don't take the flu shot. So let's say we do get a vaccination. So let's say we we do have a vaccination. Does that mean then that are they going to tell everybody they have to do a vaccination? Good luck with that. So even when you get the vaccination, everybody's not going to take it. COVID nineteen, and then next year's twenty, and then the year after that's twenty one, or whatever version of it it is. It's not going to go away. It's here, you know, and it's horrible when people die and get sick. But, you know, there's you – know, you, you, you have to live. You still have to live your life. So we'll see what what's happens.
0: Cra- yeah, and what's crazy, again, we have 13 days till April 30th, so we still got two more weeks of this deal. But is it not right. amazing that just uh, eight days ago was the first time really there was a big, wide testing in Logan County? In Guthrie, I mean, yeah, uh, seventy-two yeah. people went through that mobile testing site. But that's the first time we've actually had uh, the number of tests. And if you look at Oklahoma, we don't have a whole lot of test testing compared to others out there. And I don't know if that means there's going to be more cases reported or not. You know, we the apex of this was supposed to be April twenty-first, and now they move that to April thirtieth. But um, it's um, it'll it, be interesting because. Y- you You want to open up Oklahoma as fast as possible, but you don't want to go too fast where you take a few steps back and then you get these hot spots because right. right now I think Oklahoma's been lucky we have not really been a hot spot with that's still said there's hundred and thirty six deaths uh in the state of Oklahoma, and it's just you know and a right. third of those are in long term health uh facilities so uh it's you know I I hate to, I hate to say that we're lucky, I and mean, I guess we're lucky compared to New York. But you just don't want to become a hot spot. You don't want you don't. Yeah, I mean want...
1: every, everything's relative, right? So right. I mean you you got to be you know, and, and it's. But I think you've got to balance it. You got to balance all these things out. You know, um. I mean, reality is we you know we're printing money left and right as a country. <laughs> trying to shove money into the economy, which is good. I mean, cause obviously when your government tells you, you can't go run your business, they better do something, you know, but, um, or if you, you know, and, and if the businesses can't run, then those workers can't get paid. So they've taken steps to try to help, but think about this, pushing all this money into the economy. It's going to absolutely, I mean, I'm scared to death of what the inflation is going to look like when this is all over. I mean, this is, we're going to feel the financial effects of this for years. And, um, and I'm not saying the financials more important in human life. What I am saying is, is there is a point where you have to go live your life. I mean, you have to, I mean, you can't, I mean, I might get, I might have it right now. I don't know. I may have, I may yeah. get it in two weeks. I may get it in September. And if I get it, you know, hopefully I survive it. I mean, I know there's a few people listening to probably don't hope that but i be. i hope i survive it so if you know but i can say the same thing about the flu every year you know i could i mean i can't and so you know we we've, we've got to have some faith and i think we also have to have some use common sense and and then we got to get back to back to our lives
0: and i think another big part of this you know with now nine cases in logan county i, I, I don't you know it's always you always see it on the news. You always hear it uh, on the national news, but really, you know, with only nine cases in Logan County, and it might be different for somebody, but you really don't have like, if, if, if Phil Nichols got the COVID-19, I I take Uh a whole different approach of, oh my gosh, I, I saw Phil at Sonic, I gave him a Sonic cup, and then you start, but right now, a lot of people don't have, they can't relate to it because they don't, maybe might, might not know anybody, and I guarantee you if that comes – if you know somebody, your mind changes or will well, change.
1: Our, our, son Jacob, our son Jacob lives in Italy, um, and our beautiful daughter-in-law, Hannah, you know, it, it's made us more conscious of it, I think, because they were in what was then the hotbed, and and, even, and, and by population, it's still the hotbed, but, but when you look at just, you know, the death rate is just terrible over there. Um, but, um, uh, you know that that made it a lot more real for Tanya and I because we had two kids over there, and so it's scary. I mean, it is. It's scary. The unknown's scary. I think though that you know there it was one time they were talking about millions of people would die from this, and it, it was all these scary numbers being thrown around, mm-hmm. and you know it's. I think you're seeing at this point a little bit of people hedging the bet on when it's going to peak. They're saying, well, we, we – because I guarantee you, when they first said the 20th, they really believed it would be the 20th, and now they're probably saying, well, you know what, if we can get another week out of it or so and say but we'll, that'll make people stay – I mean, I do believe some of that's going on at this point. Um, and I think the what's also upset a lot of people is the inconsistency. Now, I, I do think it's right to let governors and then – and local control make decisions. I do believe that. I don't think that should be done at Washington. Um, But I think because of that, you got certain states, because of their situation, you know, doing more drastic things. And I think that really, because when you watch the news, I think there's times where you don't really correlate. I think you hear all the horrible stories out of New York City, and you're like, oh, my Lord. I talked to a lady on a Zoom call earlier this week that lives in upstate New York, And she said, you know, when you get to upstate New York, there's not that many cases. You know, so it's, it's, and now it doesn't make it any less horrible for the people in New York city. It's obviously terrible there, but I think people in Oklahoma, Kansas, wherever, Arkansas, you know, they, they see those reports out of New York city and I think it scares them and they, and it makes it seem even worse here than it really is. Now, again, not taking it lightly, but we do have to go back to work at some point. We do have to, um, you know, we do, we, we just got to go back to work. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I told you this, you know, there was, I saw a, a headline or a meme or something that said the greatest generation said, I'll die for my freedoms. And this generation says, I'll give up all my freedoms So I don't die. Now I'm not saying if you're being careful and you're, and you're, and you're being respectful of other people that you're fall into that category i'm just saying that you know there's a matter of being safe and being smart and being respectful of your neighbors and trying to make them feel better through all this because i think a big part of this is emotional um people are scared um but uh, and then and then when you talk about nursing homes chris they have every right to be scared and we know because of our relationship with jeff that you know they're they're working their tails off to make sure everybody's safe and they've spent tons of money and, and I mean, their employees are doing this great job and all the nursing homes all over the country are doing this. But I mean, you've seen it. A third of ours in the state are from nursing home deaths. You know, Mm -hmm. imagine being in that. I mean, I can't think of a more a bigger pressure cooker than being responsible for people's lives and, and trying to fight this thing. And, and we know all this, I mean, I mean that the stuff they've done at, at least locally has just been amazing what they've done to, to protect their, their uh, guests, their patients and residents. You know, so hopefully it can, yeah, the residents. So hopefully it you know, it continues that they continue to be blessed without any incident. But, but I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's tough, man. I mean, I, I that's the one industry I would not want to have anything to do with right now because the stress and the pressure on that is just got to be unbelievable. Um, yeah. There was a, a lot of Ryan, numbers out of,
0: r- out of Delaware County. Uh, all, a lot of those were nursing home patients and, you know, from my understanding, I, I think it's in that one. Maybe it's the one in Norman. I can't remember which one, but there's there's nurses I think having to work with the COVID. I I, I think yeah. I saw that, or residents have it, or something. And they have to, or maybe it's residents who have the COVID, but nurses still have to work. You know, you know, take care. Uh, so it's uh, yeah, and just one little one one person walking in. And not yeah. not being protected the right way, and it, it spreads, and it's you know we've seen the numbers. Anybody sixty five or older really has a hard time. And you know uh, yeah. uh, if you if you in Oklahoma if you get the COVID virus, there's a, a you know right now a five percent uh, mortality and five five percent that result in deaths, um, which is right. right about the national average, I think. If if you have it, of mm-hmm. course, then yeah. others would say there, there's ninety like five percent right, between five yeah, and six. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So. Anyway, Ryan, this COVID Ryan deal.
1: Gotti, hey, real quick, Ryan just just put a comment. He says, "Back in Binger, there's a nursing home that has 26 residents and 15 employees that have tested positive in one nursing home." I mean, this. I mean, it's just. I can't imagine. Can't imagine.
0: Yeah. So, so again, this COVID deal has gone political. The the radical oh, yeah. right, the radical right's out there. There's people right down the middle. And there's people who, you know, radical are, left are, who is are, out there who are calling the police when they see somebody not wearing a mask. So mm-hmm. it is all I mean, right. it is everywhere. I tend not to look. I, I see it all. I see it all. But I try not yeah. to let it bother me because it's really n- nothing that I can control uh, except for myself and, and my family. So. Uh, I, sometimes when, when I see that radical right and well, yeah, that makes sense. When I see that, that far left liberal socialism, like, well, that makes sense too. And so, you know, not everyone's idiots, not everyone's dumb. Everyone has their opinion and you know, everyone's going to do what they're going to do. And I just, you know, uh, you, you want to take care of yourself, but you also want to take care of the people that you're around. Uh, So you don't give it to them. That's the main thing with that. So uh, I don't have a problem wearing a mask when I go out in public. In fact, I love it. I went to Walmart the other day. I put my mask on. I lowered my hat, and I was in and out of Walmart. Didn't have to stop or, you know, visit with anybody. I was (laughs) in and out. So I kind of like the mask uh, going in Walmart now, to be honest with you.
1: Tanya and I had to run down to the bank to take care of some banking stuff today and and I kept walking in, we both got our mask and I said, yep, never dreamed I'd be walking in a bank with a mask on. This is great. You know, and, I mean, it's just, so it, it's crazy times, but I think you captured it perfectly when you said everybody's everybody, good people have varying opinions on what this is like, or, you know, what should happen and what shouldn't happen. Um, I think we just got to remain respectful of each other's opinions and not get, um, you know, don't, don't take it personally. Everybody has their yeah. opinion. Um, because this is going to go away. We are going to go back to normal life. Um, and you know, especially in our smaller communities. I mean, I, I said one time, I said, even people that are in a small community, even if you don't really like them, if I saw somebody messing with somebody from Guthrie that maybe him and I didn't have a great relationship, you know, darn good. And well, what I would do just cause they're from Guthrie. Right. I mean, they're still our people, <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean that's part of being in right. a small town. Is you you stand with each other. You you know you got to overlook sometimes when you don't agree on everything and just respect each other and keep moving forward. So I, uh, one of my, hopefully,
0: one of, my, one of my favorite things that I was on the phone with you and I, I pull up the Walmart and I said, Phil, I just pull up Walmart. I got my mask and gun. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, how many Gray, times do you get goodness, to say Wal- that? Not, not very my great friend
1: joe gray who i miss dearly just posted there's never been a mask invented that would hide phil nichols's identity
0: <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> welcome back joe good to see you my friend yeah. and uh joe's one of those good uh, newspaper guys that has come through here there's yeah. been a lot of newspaper guys in uh and yeah. women uh in out of guthrie joe was one of the good ones uh and still is obviously but uh uh, yeah, I love my mask going in Walmart. I can get in and get out. But, uh, yeah, and that's why you got to wear the hat low. And I think I can get away because um, with the hat low. But, yeah, Joe's right, Phil, with the, uh, with the dome. Uh, you know, the nose, you know, the nose. So it's (laughs) all, I don't understand. What do you say about the the nose? I mean, I have a, I have a petite, tiny little nose. What are you talking about? Well, you know what? Joe brought it up. I'll let him, I'll let him tell you about it. I don't, I want to go there. (laughs) I just, I just looked down and saw that one of my oldest, dearest (laughs) lifelong
1: friends joined us and I'm in deep trouble.
0: (laughs) No, Ryan Cotting, uh, Ryan Cotting nailed it there. Go ahead and see Ryan's comment there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Ryan said, that "The is uh, true. the, that is the true. half eyebrow ga- gives it away." Phil had a, <laughs> uh, a, a a grooming incident. Incident. Thank you. That's proper yes. words for that. It's trying to grow back out,
1: but it's so mixed between gray and you know, it's 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 tough, tough deal.
0: Hey, hey, guys, uh, real deal. quick, Phil. I'm starting to see a lot of Guthrie football players, and coming up here in a minute.
1: I want want all you.
0: Hold on, I want all you good, great football players that I'm I'm seeing on here. That's that has now coming on. Uh, Be sure to uh, call your friends up real quick because here in a few moments, Phil Nichols will have his top twenty Guthrie Blue Jay players. Now, is it the twenty that top twenty that you've seen, or is it the top twenty? No, there's some guys
1: in there. There's some guys in there based on just people I really respect that I know have been around the program for a lot of years, you know, what they've said, there's a couple of, a couple of OGs in there as they say, I guess, but, um, but there, but yeah. And and this is in no order because I refuse to do it in an order. So So, I I won't do that, but
0: so, so um, come up here in a minute. Phil's going to have his top 20 Guthrie Blue Jay football players, of all time. Uh, we'll get to that here in a second. So go ahead and get all your buddies in here because hopefully everyone gets mad at Phil and it'll be a good time. Uh, Phil, uh, we worked on your uh, on your lean. We call it the gangster lean and uh, you're kind of yep. leaning now. So uh, a new sound clip for the show. Ready? Yep. Oops, wrong one. Not that one. Oh, lean on me. So when you do the gangster lean and you hear this, on me. that means straighten up a little bit there. Hey, can I have twenty-one players? No, you said top twenty. <sighs> oh, Jeff Flurry's going night night. This is a late night. Oh, podcast. I know. He,
1: yeah, he's he doesn't he doesn't. Uh, I thought he was a team know what player. To do, but I'm out for the
0: he, Well, I mean he's he's of an advantage. I see age. why you needed twenty-one players. I just looked down at the comments. <laughs> <sighs> uh, Tom, uh, Phil, hold on, Phil, hold on, Phil. I'll take I'll I'll take care of this one for you. Well, if that's Uh, the case, I need a lot more than 21. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Tanya, uh, (laughs) I know you're recommending Michael Pruitt to the list. Um, We just asked for him to get one first down against Deer Creek, and he could not do it. That's all he had to do. That's all he had to do is get one first down against Deer Creek to to seal the deal, didn't do it. Therefore, he is outside of the top 20. Phil, you're welcome.
1: No, no, thank you. I will say this.
0: Oh, yeah, she's right. Tanya's right. Honorable mention honorable mention
1: okay all right we'll do that uh but i will say this we'll say this very very proud of that kid he was you talked to scott mick or the guy the guys that coached him he was a dirty little dog up front and him and between him and big dutton they were quite a little force when they were on out on the field together offensive line wise they were good players and obviously dutton's went on and playing at arkansas state and doing great things but but it's uh um, yeah, all we needed was one first down. He's my only son that that lost to uh, Deer Creek.
0: Never beat Deer Creek.
1: So needless to say, he's not in the will. But okay, uh, you know, yeah, that's that's okay.
0: Yeah. Hey, before we get to uh, your top twenty Guthrie Blue Jay list, what do you yep. think? Uh, will, will we have college football starting on time in August, and what if if <sighs> college students? What if college is not back in school in time? Do you still play football? Although, even though they're not in school, that's kind of the sports topics of, as of late. Do you it's want COVID-19? my answer
1: as a? You want my answer as a absolute zealous football fan, or my answer? What I think is going to happen?
0: Uh, no, what what you think is going to happen?
1: I don't think we're going to have college football this year.
0: Oh my gosh, really? And and I'll mm. tell you Mm-mm. what. It's I'll scary. tell you,
1: I don't like that. I don't think it's smart. I don't think it's – but I think people – I mean, Los Angeles came out – the mayor of Los Angeles, I believe it was two days ago, came out and said, no football in the city of Los Angeles until 2021. That's already been announced. I mean, and I think people – and again, I'm not debating whether they're right or they're wrong. I'm not I'm not saying that. It's just that's, that's the stuff that you're hearing. You got big-time, high-visibility coaches saying – I know, Al. Believe me, I don't want to say it. I mean, believe me, I don't want to say it. But, but, but you've got big time coaches that are coming out saying, "Well, fans can't be there, then we can't have the games." You know, and I mean, it's so I'm scared to death that that they're not going to have football season. I really am scared.
0: <laughs> Luckily, we got a few. Scared. We're several months away, so let's not let's, let's stay happy tonight. <clears throat> not hit the panic button just yet. Yeah. But that is a reality. I mean, yeah. you talk about, boy, you, you think there's people upset now. Uh, imagine during the middle of football season. So, okay, Phil, yeah. we are ready to do this. And uh, also, you know, college football games might happen without fans in the stands as well. That might be an option as well. So, um, but uh, anyway, I think we're slowly getting in there in Florida. The WWE is going to be doing live events, uh, even though there won't be people in there, but they'll be live And then I think slowly you'll you'll start adding people as it goes. And of course, it's going to be different in different states. Yeah. So. so. Yeah, I hope. Okay, I hope so. All right, Phil Nichols. um, uh, Someone, uh, it was uh, I think it was uh, Keaton Callens this week on on Facebook came out uh, and shared uh, the top five players at your school. Of course, we're talking about Guthrie High School, and uh, it has been a great run of athletes, especially. Uh, from 2000 on, but also in the early nineties, uh, there was a lot of great athletes. Middle of the eighties was great as well. Um, you know, there's, there's a long line of athletes, in the 70s, but yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: But it seemed to really take up a different level, uh, in, around 2000 and, and, and so on. So that's right. how this list came up. And a lot of people, the list was actually your top five players. Yeah. and Which I refuse uh, to do. Um, you know, I, I I did have my top five, Um and I don't go back for because I think number one for me that I've seen, and and, and I will say this, I did not see Mitchell Iffy Pierce uh, in 1985. He was an yeah. All American, yeah. so I I honestly yeah. I, I I've heard all about it, and I and, it, and I've seen a few highlights, and they are, and they are awesome. And if you're an All American, yeah. I don't care if it's Phil Nichols All American team, you're still an All American. And but um. Can so we I do didn't that? see him.
1: Can we, can we start Phil Nichols All American team?
0: Give me a million bucks and we'll 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 get that started. All right. We're in a recession, Chris. Okay. I'll give me twenty dollars and a Sonic drink. Yes. Route forty-four. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Um. But uh, I, I I will say this before your top twenty. I I went with my number one player that I've seen. Yeah. I went with, Kentrell Brothers. The numbers yep. on offense were crazy. The numbers on defense mm-hmm. were crazy. And mm-hmm. uh, had a great college career in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like it's going to be with the Minnesota Vikings moving on. They got somebody. Right. Uh, they picked up a linebacker uh, last week. Uh, no, this week. Yeah. So uh, He'll be moving can he, can, on somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he's a stud on special teams, and someone will pick him up. But uh, my number yeah. one player, Control Brothers – and in my back pocket, uh, I don't know if you were on the interview with me or not, Phil. But we, I asked Gary Rose, uh, the Hall mm-hmm. of Famer, uh, Carl Albert, head football coach, and I asked him, "Who is the one Guthrie football player that you had the hardest time game planning for?" And without hesitation, he said, "Control Brothers," because and, and, I, and I don't know if he made legitimately- Control Brothers. I don't know if he make Control Brothers on the right. offensive side of the ball, or on the defensive side of the ball, or right. all of it. Right. Uh, so, right. uh, but that and. Again, that, there's a lot of players. Just be, I'm going with that because of numbers. I mean, he had 16 sacks in the state of Oklahoma. He had five in week one against Duncan's uh, uh, left tackle that went to oh, the, onto the University of Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and then he had 1,000 yards receiving, and everybody knew he was going to get the ball. And then when it came down to clutch time, he ran the football over And Duncan, doesn't yeah. know how to put a knee down. But, uh, but oh, anyway... Exactly. That's uh that's my number one overall player. Uh, Kai Staley has to be uh, somewhere in that uh two, uh, probably for me but after that yeah yeah, after that. so anyway,
1: all right, Phil, well, I think here we go. well I want to say this I want to say this real quick before I, before I get my list, but yes, I've got a story as well uh, that came from uh, Rob Hudson. Uh, Rob was telling the story that back when the 07 team which you know many of us believe is the best team that ever came through and now my O two 2 guys are going to start piling on but but anyway um, he was telling a story about he went up to him cuz Rafe would work the tennis tournaments with Mary had had tennis coach uh, Mary Hudson and he said well who's going you know who's our who's our best running back or who's something like that and he said well our best running back we don't play there cuz we don't have to And this is what I go back to. I feel a little bit cheated because we never got to see Josh King on the offensive side of the ball consistently get touches. Um, I think if Josh had had the opportunity to play on both sides of the ball, like Kenny did, I think the numbers, because I think defensively what Josh did was as good as anybody that's ever played in Guthrie Uh, special teams. He was as good as anybody that's ever played at Guthrie. And I think if he'd been given an opportunity to play on the offensive side of the ball, I think he'd put up yards that would freak you out. But now everybody knows I'm a little partial in that conversation, but that's coming from Rafe Watkins. Rafe also said that Josh King was the best pure football player he ever coached. So those are strong words from the guy that worked with him every day that coached. And I'm just sharing that because those are the comments that were shared with, with me and around people. Saying that, well, um, real quick the only I've got go,
0: yeah. I'm going to go roll back to Contrell. Uh Cantrell had all the yeah. numbers, but he was sandwiched in between the state championship teams, the 07 team uh before he got there right. and then the 2011 state championship team. He was in the middle Never of Never got all a that. ring. Never got a ring. Never
1: got a ring. Made the semis what two or three years, right?
0: Yeah, remember semis, uh, but never, uh, his no. his his senior year ran into that very good Booker T Washington team yeah. beat us over yeah. at, at Stillwater over in Stillwater and yeah. uh, Booker T Washington had that uh, Bishop Kelly kid move in I think it was and they uh, yeah who's the uh, who's the receiver for Seattle now that's um
1: uh, it's one of the K State kid um
0: yeah
1: his dad uncle dad played there uncle played there grandpa played there everybody played K State but I,
0: I I'm uh, Locket. Lockett. Yes, yeah. Lockett. He was on that yeah. team. He Lock was okay. Kid. Yeah, he was pretty good.
1: He didn't even stand um, out on that you team. Know, I mean, he
0: did, but he wasn't. I don't remember him being yeah. the best. Yeah. yeah,
1: but anyway. Yeah, no, there was a lot of freaks. Same thing be said about that 0-2 Bishop, or excuse me, uh, Booker T team that the Blue Jays beat for the state title. I mean, they had, what, two future number one round draft picks on that team and I think three or four guys that were superstars at the D1 level. I mean, they were. Yeah, uh, they had. Robert or was it Meacham. one if you had one? Robert one. Meacham, yeah. And then uh, the running back that went to Dallas out of Arkansas. Felix Jones. One pick also. Felix Jones. And then they had the Chaney kid, right? Wasn't it Chaney? Went to OU. OU, big, tall, long, wide receiver. And then they had probably yeah. five other kids that, that were studs as well. But So this is my top 20 in no order, Christopher. All right. And you're going to no know order. it's no order by no order because I'm going to start with one. Um, but this is no order. I'm going to mix them up. Um, uh, I'm going to go uh, number 20, Donovan Jordan. Okay. I'm going backwards. I'm going to jump
0: around. Donovan Jordan this also is known no as. is no order, though. Uh, hold on. I, I like to comp, uh, comment every now and then. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Donovan Jordan, Spider-Man. I'll, the the yeah. one play I won't forget is that Grabby had in, I think it was uh, semifinals over. Uh, was it the state Old championship? Semi- yeah, 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 yeah. A semifinals, well, he had a great
1: uh, catch in the back of the end zone at, at O-State, and he about yes. gave himself a concussion, or he did still played the game. But he was he was a yeah. two-way player. Rick Michoud, who coached all the great wide receivers we've had come out of here at one point, said that Donovan had as good of hands as anybody that's ever played at Guthrie, um, and he was a great defensive back and played special teams and was a tough, tough, tough football player. So,
0: yeah, yeah a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Or Jersey 26. Okay.
1: Spider-Man. All right, Luke Davis. Luke Davis is on my list. Um, Luke's uh, was a For offense or he never defense? came off the field. He <laughs> well, he played everything. <laughs> I mean, Seventeen-yard rusher teams of that Chris. Yeah, and, and a team a team leader on defense, multiple multi-year starter, um, all-stater. Uh, played college football up in the Chicago area. Um, just a stud. Um, Israel Esco who was, in my opinion, the best cornerback. Well, I'm going to stop short of that. He's one of the two best cornerbacks I've ever seen play at Guthrie that I've seen, okay, um, and was a freak on offense. He just got out overshadowed because that 7 team had so many other great players. A lot of times some of these kids get overshadowed, but Israel is a freak.
0: Yeah, Israel, a um, great athlete. I think I think he might have allowed maybe yep. five catches all season long. You know, that he was just a, that shut-down corner an animal he's
1: so physical and then on the offensive side of the ball you know if he if he wasn't didn't happen to be playing with with two other guys that are on my top 20 list (laughs) they would have been they you know he would have been a number one receiver in most years you know but um which leads me to my next pick kent mcdonald big wide receiver just dominant nobody could guard him when we got down inside the really the 30 keaton had just you know, I mean, I mean, you just throw that ball up in the corner and he just go get it. I mean, he just couldn't do anything with him. Big yeah, Kent McDonald kid. went on to a great career at Northwestern and played arena football for several years, but a great player. Yeah, nickname uh, Fred. Webb.
0: And... Oh, okay. I yeah, Fred. Yep. Fred. Um, sorry. No. Go ahead. No. Okay. You're getting to No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Also, no, a no, very good in basketball world, player. Just in it. And two-time basketball, basketball state player. champion as well. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Phil. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Keenan Webb, who's a freak in all aspects of the <laughs> of the game, um, didn't play a lot of organized football until he got into high school based on some comments I've seen on on Facebook. Um, great return guy, great, just a great football player. So Keenan would definitely be in my top 20. Keenan um, Webb,
0: I, I will never forget Keenan Webb, 2002. We were on the road at Tulsa East Central. Came up with a huge catch and got – Basically, thrown into the track where there was just a big puddle of water, and he was just soaked. it was one of those, one of those yep. iconic plays that I remember in my mind uh, doing the radio call because yep. when we every time, every single time we play Tulsi Central, I'm like, well, it was a good year. I met them and they' you know they're really good, maybe not '07, but uh, I was like this C Central team's uh, really, really good, and you know we had a good year. you know look at these athletes. there's no way we can do it, especially the '09 uh, essential team, the, the, Corbin Crockett, uh, game, if you, if you yeah. remember that one, but uh, yeah. anyway.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, next pick is, uh, Josh King. I mean, I've already talked about Josh. I, you know, he's, uh,
0: never heard of him.
1: Well, yeah, never heard of him. I mean, just, <laughs> you know, and many people would say he's the best that they saw play defense. Uh, you know, there's, there's great, uh, great players out there, but, um Josh is definitely one of them. My
0: um my uh, my Josh King story there's a bunch of them but my favorite one is the 07 state semifinals at Pump City against uh Tulsi Central and the East Central punter actually punted the ball in the air to Josh and a well-known high yeah. school football coach who was watching the game uh as soon as the ball was in the I air right the, the coach <laughs> Yeah, the coach goes uh-oh. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh-oh. and then Josh King gets the ball and Kenny Sessions who was stud in his own right and it was everyone would talk oh, about yeah. him in the state. It was he was coming full force at Josh and Josh went left, went right, left and Kenny Sessions was there looking at the snow falling down as Josh King ran by him. So that's one of my favorite Josh King moments.
1: Yeah, that same game when they cuz you know remember that was a pretty good ball game up until the first half. And then the same coach, cause remember it started snowing that game and yep. it was cold yep. and, and all this. And and uh, when they did that, that same coach leaned forward to his assistant coach, they had ridden over together and he said, go start the van. <laughs> <And> the <laughs> yeah. over. So it was, it was, it was. He ended up hanging 40 some points on him and just blowing them out. But, um, uh, Kentrell brothers, obviously, I mean, you know, there's not a whole lot, to, that we can't, that we can say that hasn't been said about Kentrell. Over the years, I mean, he's just a freak of nature. Um, anything you want to say about Kentrell before you uh, yell at me for moving on?
0: No, I think I got my uh, my words in on Kentrell earlier. Okay.
1: All right. Now the next guy on my list is who I think is the most athletic guy I've ever seen, not just in Guthrie but in any oh, high school on. I've ever okay.
0: been around. I'm writing these yeah. down. Okay, so yeah. that's uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. Thank you for Phil. Appreciate that. Most athletic Uh, um, football or basketball. we were talking about football, my football. Okay. Got Chris football,
1: but this guy did it all. This guy did it all. Dante Foster, obviously is one of the greatest. And I think he is the most athletic individual that's ever came out of Guthrie high school. Now I know there's great arguments for Freddie Mulder. I know there's great. I mean, I know there's great arguments out there. Believe me, I get that. Um, I love to tell the story about, one of my old coaches, Mike Pitko, when I was a kid growing up in Kansas, um, he played professional baseball with Mr. Molder. And growing up, anytime we'd get a little cocky, he'd always look at us and go, "Ain't none of you Freddie Molder." <laughs> and we'd go, "Who are the daylights? is Freddie Molder?" <laughs> and, and then years later, I moved to Guthrie, Oklahoma, and I'm at a restaurant, and I hear hear one of my all time favorite Guthrie people, Holly Chapel, bring up the name Freddie Molder, and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." You talking about the Freddie Mulder? (laughs) Yeah. And then I got to meet him not too long after that, so it's a small world. But Dante's freak football player, obviously what he did in high school, then he goes on to Ohio and sets all the receiving records at Ohio, was team captain at Ohio, was with the Vikings practice squad. I mean, he's just a freak. Um, You could also make an argument that he's the best basketball player, one of the best basketball players, I should say, to ever come out of Guthrie. And then you would also... To make a very strong argument that he was one of the most decorated track athletes to ever come out of guthrie obviously seven foot high jumper and multiple state uh, titles and tracks so but he's on my list um anything you want to say about dante
0: uh no you wrapped it up well i have of course with dante uh some of the highlights for me is is the catch the shot yeah and um you know, all the state championships and, and he was a freshman on the basketball team. And I think, I don't, I don't even think we had a winning record. And he still led him to the state tournament that year. Uh, and you know, he's just, yeah, the, the catch, the catch at, with, at McGinnis. Um, and then you had the, uh, the shot at the Carl Albert tournament, uh, that made both made ESPN highlights. So it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just a, and a great guy, great guy. Um, yeah. My next guy on the list is for, the, for this generation, as far as the state title runs, he was the leader of the pack, DeMarco Jones. Um, you know, he was a kid that was always – I mean, he'd get hit. I'm not saying – he'd pick up three more yards after contact every time. I mean, he just was yep. always falling forward, so elusive, played both sides of the ball. The state championship game, they matched him up against, uh, I believe it was uh, the uh, Meacham kid. And he just shut him down. I mean, on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, DeMarco is a complete freak. He's a guy that could play any position you asked him to on the football field, any of the skilled positions and would have been the best at that position, probably, or one of the best in the state for sure. He'd have been a freak at wide receiver. if Somebody, we had somebody that could have thrown the ball to him, right? Um, but just a great athlete and, and just an animal, so. Um, no doubt, uh, DeMarco has got to be on that list.
0: Absolutely. He was the, uh, Jersey number four, the quarterback for the O2 state championship team. And just, uh, it was a force and the the O2 team. And, you know, we give, uh, we always have the argument between 07 and O2, but, uh, O2, they, that, that playoff schedule that they went through when Ardmore walked into that first round, I just, I was like, wow, you always hear about Ardmore and then, you know, Chickasha yeah. down at OU, and then Booker T. Washington, and uh, it was uh, it was a heck of a run, playoff run.
1: Well, and they just that that was a team you know, that was early in Rafe's tenure here, and and man, I'm telling you, they just they just uh, they that, they didn't catch lightning in a bottle. They were a great team, um, so it wasn't like they got lucky. I think they came out of nowhere because early in that season, they had lost those two ball games. And they, I think they were still trying to figure some things out and players were trying to figure some things out. But man, when the, the, after those, you know, first three or four games, they were just, they were, they were so, so good. And, and, and you're right. The competition in that state championship run into the playoffs, in two was something, it was unbelievable. Um, I, I'm, only, I'm now I'm going to bring in a few of my, my favorite players on the field. Some of my big uglies. Um, yeah, I, the next three I'm going to list are, were linemen. Uh, Kyle Smith is definitely on my top 20 list. Uh, Kyle's, and I, you know, he's just, you know, great career here. Went to New Mexico, had a great college career, and just a great guy, but an absolute stud. And then you lined him up next to uh, the next guy I'm going to talk about here in a second, and it was unbelievable. But your thoughts on Kyle Smith?
0: Yeah, Kyle Smith just into the Guthrie High School Hall of Fame. Uh, of course, he was a you know he's kind of the spokesperson for the uh, 2002 state championship yeah. team. So if anybody gets to get, yeah. if 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 there's a celebration uh, or L two football team going to the uh, Hall of Fame, Guthrie High School Hall of Fame, Kyle is the spokesperson of that football team, and I think he will always will be yeah. that as well. Uh, just a big big body up front and. Uh, he is a big part of, uh, again, that playoff run. I mentioned Ardmore, Tulsi Central, again, yeah. I can't brag enough on the, all the Tulsi Central teams that Guthrie has ever gone yeah. up against. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, Chickasha and Ardmore, or Chickasha and uh, Booker T. Washington. As, um, yeah, but Kyle, uh, he was a force, and it's one of those deals, Phil. Uh, you know, the 0-2 team started all this. O seven 7 kind of knocked the door down. But if, you yeah. know, if there was some other stud that was in Kyle Smith's spot in O two and then Kyle Smith comes around 10, O seven, oh nine, ten, oh six, I you know, when Guthrie starts to get the reputation of, of producing athletes, I think he would have got even higher scholarship offers than what he he still went division oh. one, still played division one, which is still big time. Yeah. But I think those offers Started would, four know, years. Yeah, yeah. So I think those offers would have been even more so uh if you know, if yeah. Guthrie's reputation had gotten to, to the level that it had.
1: Yeah, there's a few people on my list that, that that what you just said would that would apply to. I mean uh my next guy is Big Dave. Dave Washington obviously uh played with Kyle on that 0-2 championship team and and is a stud and then goes over to OSU and is a complete stud at OSU. Then he was um was with uh I think he was he was he tried out or had opportunities in the yeah, he's NFL with Seattle. with Seattle and yeah, yep, and and just yeah, you know, I mean, his record speaks for itself. Just a great, great football player.
0: Yeah, David Washington. Um, you know, there's been so many great athletes, but David Washington, uh, during the, during the big, big run for Guthrie, uh, during all those years, was the first guy from Guthrie that you saw play big time Division one football, especially at Oklahoma State. So when you turn it on and you watch Oklahoma State, you're like, well, now, now. Oh, really has to win because David's on there, and you're like he's in a shotgun. You're like, okay, the snaps. Go, okay, okay, good. Snap's good to go. All right, and so you watch a little bit closer as you see one of your guys playing uh, Division One football. Of course, we'll get the Kai Staley here in a little bit. That was the same thing, Control Brothers, and you know, but David Washington was that first yeah. D one player that. Uh, that went through the program here and got three. And then you got to watch on the big level in college football. And so uh, it was always fun to watch David uh, at Oklahoma state.
1: Yeah. Stud, uh, just a great player and a great, great kid. And I guess they're not kids anymore. Fine man. But uh, my next one, I'm going to stay with the big uglies. Blake Belcher. Blake Belcher is, uh, for my money is deserves to be on this list. Um, you know, great career here in Guthrie. Uh, Scott Mick, who was the offensive line coach as well as the offensive coordinator for those great teams, um, he always talked about just being meaner than a junkyard dog, and he was. He was a bully out there. Um, then went on had a great career at Tulsa, um, uh, but so Blake's on my top twenty list as well.
0: Uh, my uh, my Your one thoughts? quick Blake story: uh, dunking. At the Family Life Center is my Blake Belcher story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ended with a broken foot, I believe. <laughs> yes.
0: And a few unhappy yeah. coaches.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a real good day for Blake. <laughs> um, the... Uh, uh, my next guy on this list is is a guy that I think falls into that category you described. If if he had been had an opportunity for Guthrie to have gotten on the map a little bit more from a recruiting standpoint, you would have seen this gentleman play at a big time program and that's, uh, Robert Harmon. Um, Robert was a complete monster at defensive end, uh, for the blue Jays. And, um, so he's on my top 20 list as well.
0: Uh, Robert Harmon's a whole Oklahoma highway patrol trooper. So I have nothing but good things to say about Robert Harmon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great player, obviously. Um, the next one for me is, and this guy is, is way up there, just as, um, just great players is Landry Chapel. Um, you know, Landry, uh, just like, a stud. Uh, is
0: it, is it Chapel or Chappelle? I, I can't remember. Is yeah, it Chappelle? I, th-
1: I think only those of us that live in Guthrie know how to pronounce it correctly, but Landry would okay. be on, be one of my top 20 players as well. Uh, dominant defensive player. Everybody's talking about how tough he was and believe me, he was that cat could run a lot of people don't remember how well he covered sideline to sideline he was so fast on the field um just a great great player so Landry's definitely in my top 20 as well
0: uh I'm pulling up some numbers real quick I only have a few selected numbers and I know I have some on Landry Chapel uh where are they at okay here we here we are Phil uh 2011 he had 164 tackles 12 sacks in 2010 he had 178 tackles five sacks two interceptions 2009 landry had 170 tackles seven sacks and one interception in 2008 he had 75 tackles so as a uh, four-year as a player freshman. for the <laughs> as a four-year player for the blue jays he had 587 tackles and when we say tackles in guthrie there's a uh, uh, there were some years in Deer Creek where uh, one guy would have 755 tackles in, in one week yeah, of football games, yeah. but uh, Guthrie did the yeah. the you know the right way to grade it in real Landry numbers, 587 <laughs> career tackles.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. So Landry's on my list. Um, I, I and, and I wrestled because we've had some great linebackers through here that aren't going to be on my list. But since my wife said I could have a couple honorable mentions, they made it on my honorable mention list. Oh, okay. Well, um, well you're still, boss, you, we still need number 15 uh, here. So. I know, I know, I know. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, so i your I'm, disclaimer. I'm positioning. Yes. I'm positioning. Uh, Elliot Curry obviously has to be on this top 20 list. If uh, the list would be invalid without Elliot on there, great two way player for the Blue Jays, um, great college career, still playing, uh, was a I think top 16 or eight finalist for the Division Two version of the Heisman this past year, yep. um, and and one of those great athletes. So Elliott's made some unbelievable catches. Um, I mean, he, just, he just, and was great on defense. I remember some games they'd drop him, BB had drop him back to safety, you know, on defense because he knew that they weren't going to be able to go, get behind him, and they knew if he threw the ball up, he'd either go pick it or knock it down. I mean, he was just such a competitive athlete. So Elliott's definitely on my list.
0: Elliot Curry, a lot of people would have him if you if you had to go to a top five list. A lot of people would make yeah, the argument would. for Elliott Curry just because of his offensive, offensive and defensive numbers. Uh, yeah. He he was always uh, oh, he's one of the sharp dressed Guthrie Blue Jays of all time, and uh, another yeah. great athlete on the uh, basketball court as well. And uh, Elliot Curry definitely up there. And, uh, again, he uh, there's a big argument for him to be in, even in the top five, just the way he can do it all offensively and defensively.
1: Yeah. yeah, there is. There is. Um, my next one on the list is uh, the first All-American for Guthrie, Ify, Ify Pierce. Um, I do put him on my list simply because I've talked to enough guys that have watched him play football over the years, that have watched all the different kids we're talking about and, and they always bring Iffy up. Um, I'm like you, I've seen a few highlight things here and there and he, and they were special. Um, and, and he's a wonderful, wonderful man today. Um, uh, it's just been, he just, he's, i I've, I've absolutely love Iffy. I just love him just uh, doing great things in Lawton with his church and doing a lot of great things. But, but if he I think if it would be, you know, if, you, if he's not on this list, it's, it, it, it completely, um, the list loses all credibility. <laughs> yeah, so 1980,
0: on Yeah, 1985 All-American uh, went on to play football over at Langston, and uh, he tells a story, and I won't go into it deep, but uh, my, one of my favorite stories is uh, needing some shoes from Mr. Holly Chapel, and somehow the, those shoes yeah. got delivered right before the football game. Uh, but uh, th- that's one of my favorite uh, iffy stories.
1: How many sets of cleats? basketball shoes, baseball gloves, tennis rackets, golf clubs. Do you think the Chapel family's provided to kids over the years?
0: I don't know, but if he if he tells a story awesome on that one. So there's a, there's a bunch yeah. of them but the, yeah. if he has the best yeah. story, so. Yeah. Well, maybe we can share that another yeah, day. No doubt
1: he does. He loved Mr. Chapel, no doubt. Um next guy on my list, obviously one of the no-brainers, Kai Staley. Um our second all-American um, at Guthrie. Um, player of the year for the state of Oklahoma, uh, recruited by literally everybody in the country, um, uh, had a tremendous career at Oklahoma State. If he doesn't destroy his knee, I think, I think that Kai was destined to play in the NFL as a tailback, um, but it speaks to his competitive spirit and his determination that even after suffering what all the medical doctors described as one of the most gruesome knee injuries they've ever seen he comes back and starts multiple years for the oklahoma state cowboys made all big 12 second team three years in a row i believe two or three years in a row um and still got an opportunity to go i believe it's to the titans camp or got invited but his knee was just destroyed and mike gundy there was a group of us went over and toured uh the oklahoma state facilities back a few years ago and when he, he coach Gundy came out and met us to talk to us for a few minutes and when he found out we were all from Guthrie the first two, I mean, of course obviously talked about David and he talked about um, Kai and he said Kai at the end of his career and Kai is still humble and quiet he doesn't ever talk about this stuff he said you know there was at the end of his career he couldn't hardly practice because the knee would swell up so bad so there was a lot of times he was just over on the bike just riding the bike just to you know so he could play in the games but Uh, so tough and such a great athlete and really a shame on what happened with his knee because we just won't ever really know what he could have done, even though he had a great career at Oklahoma state as well. Um, I think it could have been one of those all time great players over there if he hadn't got hurt.
0: Yeah. Kai Staley. And I think this is probably the, maybe the biggest compliment you can give, uh, Kai Staley, and that 2007 state championship vo- football team, who absolutely had studs all over the field. I mean, you talk about Israelsko could have done this on offense, and Josh King could have done this on offense, and this, you know, you know, the, the, how many first downs they allowed, how many points they allowed. Uh, but Kai Staley was the face of the '07 state championship football team. And with yeah. all those studs yeah. around, I mean, he's the face. And, and you you kind of forget about the numbers, but he almost ran, ran for 1,400 yards. He threw for 625 yards. He had 10 catches for 320 yards. Uh, he ended up with 42 touchdowns uh, combined just his senior year, not counting all the other years. Uh, and he only yeah. threw one interception that season. But uh, I, I, he was the face of it, and uh, I tell you what, Carl Albert sold out, and it was a classic game. I mean, you talk about how stud 07 football team was, but they snuck out of Mid-W-, uh, Midwest City that day yep. uh, with the victory, yep. and their game plan 100% was to stop Kai Staley, and they did. Luckily for us, that O seventeen was just loaded and can overcome that. But uh, that's just well, – uh,
1: our 7 17 were able to trot out a guy who's on my honorable mention list, Keaton Cowan. Oh, honorable
0: um, mention.
1: I, I was I know, waiting for him to put him in
0: there.
1: We got discussions here in a minute, Phil it, Nichols.
0: Oh. I know
1: that. I know that. And I, no, I know that. But when you hear the rest of my players, you're going to understand why. But I just I, – I think if Keaton wasn't playing behind – because people no, no, don't remember, no. he really only got to, st- he, he got to start one year. Keaton got right. to start one year. And that was a good team, too. If, if Keaton Cowan Call- – Oh, great team got robbed at Booker T. If Keaton, <laughs> if Keaton had been able to if Keaton had been able to play 2 or 3 years at quarterback, he would have set passing records that, that would still stand today. There's no doubt about it.
0: All right, we'll um, talk about Keaton here in um, a minute. So,
1: yeah, yeah, sorry. I bet it, what, what, but it what, tears what, my what, heart what out mean? that he's not on my top 20. But, yeah, I, I uh, can my tell. next my next my next guy, my next guy is Keaton's little brother. <laughs> Kai Callens, who obviously has to be on the list. Kai is a four-year starter on defense. He was—I mean—he had like he had a huge number of interceptions as a true fre- as a freshman playing cornerback in five-a football. Um, again, unfortunately, because of knee injuries, two-time MVP in state championship games, uh, two-time state champion. Um, if he doesn't get hurt his junior year. I think there's a real possibility we're talking about a three-peat, and I think we're talking about then, you know, because there's people that will make an argument that Kai Callens uh, is definitely in the top five. I mean, and that's a strong argument. You can make that argument very, very strongly.
0: Absolutely. Um, But
1: I don't know if there's been a more uh, at the high school level. I mean, on both sides of the ball, what he did was unreal, and he was – before he started having his problems with his knees, which continued on to his – college career and i mean i mean it's just been terrible but but you know he's one of those kids you feel cheated because you don't you know there was more there right you know there was more there after high school and we didn't get to see it um but he was he was an absolute um just stud and so obviously he's on my top 20 and um, would be much higher than number twenty for those that are wondering on my list. <laughs> right, right.
0: Yeah, Phil's randomly throwing out the numbers. Didn't want to put anybody in order, yeah. but yeah, uh, Kai Callens. The bigger the game, the bigger the game was. The bigger he played, and uh, the uh, the I'll, I'll never forget this play either. Uh, it was over. Uh, it had to be over in Sepulpa against uh, who yeah. was that against? The, the halfback pass to Dutton or the uh, Kai's pass to Dutton? I cannot remember. Uh, we in Sepulpa, We played. Um, oh,
1: we were. We yeah. The wind game. The um, wind game. Um, yeah. Who were we playing that game? How do we not remember that, Evans? That's terrible.
0: It's kind of embarrassing. There's uh, people yelling.
1: And, uh, there's people yelling at us right now that know the name of it.
0: Um. Uh, I I got to go to my cheat sheet, I, McAllister. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Guthrie won that game. That right? Twenty eight uh, twenty. Phil. Yeah, that's right. Guthrie won that game 28-25. It was Sepulpa. It was a day game, too, by the way. Um, very yeah. windy, very windy. Yeah. Uh, but that pass yeah. to Dutton, which was in the air forever. I didn't know if it was ever going so, down, but it, it secured the win that day. Thank you, Tina. Is what Tina Clayton got it. Clayton Baker just said. Uh, Clayton Baker is incorrect on Clayton
1: that Clayton Baker said Collinsville. Yeah. Well, John, Tina said McCallister. You got, back up. You got so backed up. Four. Well, you got backed up by athletic director John Chappell as well. Uh, private well, tech.
0: and I'm looking at so, dead in, in I, I think got he would the remember. notes here.
1: Yeah, I got you. I got you. All right, so who did uh, so it's okay. I'm down
0: to my last two. Um correct. Uh let's see here, All right? Yeah, um, I'm down I'm to my see, last two. Let me see if, I'm going to see if I have Oh, here's desktop. Let me see right here. Okay, it's gonna be kinda hard to see here, Phil, but this is my this is my this is my little database here. This is for the uh uh Rafe Watkins uh tenure. Uh the reds They're are losses. Right. Those aren't good. The blacks yeah. are the wins there, but uh yeah. uh so this I'm is black, from yeah, yeah uh O one. Uh let's see here. Oh seven. Yeah, there's hey, no back, there's no red in the to. Go see there's I'm no sorry, red in the mean, 07, go to
1: oh, Yeah, no red there. No red in uh uh, I believe 11 or 14 either. Right.
0: Correct. Yeah. There's 2002 Phil.
1: Okay. So I, I, I could not remember who they lost to. So they lost to Shawnee week one, 25, 14. And On they the lost road. to Douglas 41. 31. Okay. Okay. At All home. right. Yep, yes. yep. 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 I just didn't re, I didn't read any, and you know, and again, I think the thing that always separates for me, um, well, we don't have to talk about that cause I'll go for 20 minutes.
0: Um, all That's right. okay, but uh, but last... during that during that tenure from oh one to thirteen, Phil Guthrie was a hundred and thirty three and thirty overall. Let's see here. They were I'm trying to go. Over, uh, they were eleven and one during home playoff games. They were four and one in day yeah. games. They were three and one in overtime. They were how about this? They're, they're just their record in December four and zero. They were eleven and two in bad. home eleven and two in homecoming games. They were thirteen and zero. On senior night games, and uh, that was kind of the height of TV. Guthrie was thirteen and three during those seasons uh, when they played in in front of uh, a TV audience. So uh, those were pretty good numbers. Of course, nine and four against Carl uh seven and two against Deer Creek. So uh, anyway, those are my numbers here uh, in my uh, Rife Watkins time. So,
1: yep. All right, I'm gonna my last two. Uh, my next guy is Russell Rush. Um, great football player, linebacker. Kind of did it all. Um, he, he, of course, everybody the the folklore is the the left legged punt, you know, that oh, went no, for sixty no, some no. yards. You hear about. It, it, it's a but nice just. One yeah, but it's, not, it's give, not. Give me your best, Russell Rush.
0: <laughs> Which one do you want, best Russell Rush? Score. Uh, he had one. a couple. He had a couple uh, kicks against Carl Howard that uh, a lot of people will remember uh, yeah. in the yeah. in his yeah. neck of the woods. Uh, linebacker, yeah. uh, tough, 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 so, tough kid. Yeah, yeah. You can't forget the game when he Yeah, Russell's goals. on there for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and my number—the t- last one I'm saying, but he is not number twenty either—is B Dutton, Brian Dutton. Um, you know, again, I don't know how you'd keep Brian Dutton off this list Four-year starter at quarterback. I think he lost. What was it? Eight games in his career, seven or eight games. I got it career? right here.
0: Stand by Right.
1: Okay. Uh, for me, um, and if you didn't get to watch him as a freshman and the absolute pounding, this kid took, um, absolutely one of the toughest kids that's ever strapped it on in Guthrie. Um, I can say that about a lot of these guys on here, but Brian just took a beating and just kept going, it was just so physically tough and mentally tough and a great competitor. I mean, he was that guy that would just will his team and his way to a victory. I mean, he was just a, a phenomenal competitor, another great, um, three sports stud, uh, much like Landry Chapel, much like Dante Foster. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's very few two sports studs. And there's even less three-sport three studs that you can ever talk about. And and there's at least three or four of them on this list that were studs in multiple sports. So, uh, Brian Dutton is my
0: final one on the top 20. One of my favorite things about Brian Dutton, and there's many of them, I, I'll, I'll start off here. I remember his very first game was, was with Bishop McGinnis, and I felt so, so sorry for him because he just kept getting pounded and pounded. Uh, he just kept getting sacked after sack after sack. And he, somehow he kept picking himself up. And I don't know how. And when he was getting hit from behind, from straight on, from every direction. And that's after that game, I was like, man, this kid, he's a freshman, by the way. Uh, so that uh, stuff was tough. So, okay. So the thing I, I – I, Brian Dutton, I, I will never forget this number, is Brian Dutton was a four-year quarterback for the Blue Jays. If Brian Dutton – went to the state championship game all four years. That would be 14 games. So the maximum of games that he could play or anybody uh, in this time of era is 56 games. That's the total max if everything goes well, which there's a lot of Carl kids right now who are doing that. But anyway, right. uh, 56 games is the most you can ever play in, and Brian Dutton played in 52 of those games. So he was only cheated four games in his high school career. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, by the way, by the way, he was forty he was forty-three and nine in those games. Including, okay. Okay. including his freshman year when they were eight and five. Exactly. So he <laughs> exactly. he only lost four games in the last three years as the starting quarterback.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean he's just just a freak. I mean, just an absolute freak. Um, real quick, we don't have to go into a lot of discussion, but I do want to throw my honorable mentions out there. Um, and there's a lot of guys this list could be long i'm not going to add everybody on it but keaton obviously he's on my honorable mentions list i know he would be on your top 20 list chris
0: keaton callins um, real William quick no, Mort- i i got i, 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 I got keaton Collins, one of my favorite players of all time in Guthrie uniform yep. um football and basketball anytime i'll never forget keaton callins coming in against carla remember gary rose and that and that and um uh defensive coach uh, i can't remember his name um had the game plan to stop Kai Staley, and they did. I mean, they, Kai was going backwards, backwards, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Here's the one of the best teams in the state, and still can't overcome Carl Albert. Although we beat Carl Albert every year, it's not going to happen against our good team. But Keaton Collins, I never forget, came in on third down off the bench and threw a pass in the oh. far right corner uh, to find Keith, Kent McDonald uh, to. Uh, I, I don't know if it was to give us the the lead at the time or not, but. And then Keaton Collins was huge on the basketball floor, on the basketball court with big shots. Of course, it was Dante's uh, team that everyone talked about. But Keaton Collins had so many big plays uh, when things weren't going. When that, when all the teams that could stop the running game, there was Keaton Collins able to throw the football, and he he, uh, he had some huge shots uh, in basketball. That I, the one I the one one of my favorite passes from Keaton Collins is uh, Casey and I were calling the area basketball championship and we were at Carl Albert and I can't remember who we were playing and we were broadcasting behind the basketball go. Uh, some reason we couldn't get in the middle, but um, Keaton got us got a steal. I think it was, and Dante was behind him and I, and I remember my radio call said, Oh, throw it off the glass, throw it off the glass. And there he did. He threw it off the glass. Dante caught it off the glass and dunked it. I mean, that is, it was amazing how, uh, how I saw that. I was just like, Oh yeah, throw it off the glass. That'd be kind of cool. And then he does it. It was uh, – it was so, he was so, he was cool like that. Smooth, man.
1: Yeah, he, he was. He was Guthrie's version of, Matt, version of Magic Johnson. He was just smooth. Yeah. <laughs> he was just yeah. smooth. I mean, you know, great player. But Marble mentions Keaton. Uh, Jonathan Washington, who some people could argue should be on there uh, on the top 20. Um, William Morgan, who was a complete monster at linebacker. I had a hard time with these. Um, and then the one I'm going to say that may not be popular, but if we're going to keep it real based on athleticism and what the results, and he would probably be on my top 20 list, wasn't for some recent things is Elton Rhodes. Um, Elton was a, he was a dog on the football field. There was no doubt. Um, but, um, you know, so, you know, to me, Williams, one of the best linebackers we've ever had Keaton's obviously wrong place, wrong time, (laughs) but, still one of the greatest we've ever had. J dub could run like no other. I mean Jonathan was so athletic on the offensive line. Um, and what always makes me sad about these lists is even with the top 20 and adding three or four on on uh, honorable mentions, we're still leaving about 20 other guys off that were absolute studs on the football field. I mean I didn't put I didn't put Evan Plagg on here. And Evan was a three-year starter on offensive line, and then goes over to Tulsa and has this great career at Tulsa. And Evan's not on my list. I don't know who I would set down as far as lineman to put him on the list, but that speaks to how many great linemen we've had. Dietrich Law is not Laws is not on my list. And and you talk to most of the people, they would from an athletic standpoint, Dietrich might have been the best athlete that's ever played football here, as far as athleticism, he's just a freak. Uh, mm-hmm. So there are people that I've left off. Believe me, I'm aware of, but there's only 20 spots. So that's just my like list. If,
0: if anybody else put a list together, they're going to leave somebody off just as well. So, uh yeah. and, I, and I, I can't believe Phil. I mean, <laughs> my goodness, you're, uh, you're. I think you're leaving one off. Uh, whether he's in the top 20 or honorable mention, it, you got at least mention him. I'm kind of surprised, Phil.
1: I, you know, we're talking football right now, so that's a <laughs> butt whipping I'm willing to take when I get off here. I mean, if I, I put mean, my heart down there, I'd have, I'd have, I mean, Ty would be on there. Michael would be on, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know, the, the reality is is Michael was an extremely good high school football player, but uh sorry, son, you don't make the honorable mention list either.
0: Wow. Michael Harmon, Justin Chapel. <laughs> uh you're still – I think you're still leaving someone off, and I don't think you're going I – don't, I don't think you're going to like yourself. who did I leave off? Well, I don't think you're going to like yourself in the moment. I don't think you're going to like yourself after the show. Are you Are going to have to explain something to somebody? Phil, exactly. I meant uh, uh, through for over 1,600 yards his senior year. Oh, are you talking about – uh um
1: uh, gosh, I just went blank. Great baseball oh player too.
0: Oh yeah. That's him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why, why am I drawing a blank right now? Yeah. Well, me yeah.
0: yeah. I'm sure he's going to be calling you no, up he wouldn't be on quick.
1: my quick. He can call me up because he's not on my list. I don't think he deserves to be on my list, but, but he's a great player. I mean, great player. Why, why can I not remember his name? I've kind of enjoying this actually. I know you are. That's why you're bleeding it out for everybody. but Um, <laughs> But jeez, uh, you're killing me right now. I can't remember the sister's name's Rachel. I can't draw the
0: last name to save my life right now. Sister's name Rachel. Maybe we're talking about two different people. Oh, you you thought, you're, you, oh, you're talking. Oh, you're talking. No, now you're you're talking about Reed oh, Roberts. You're talking about Reed Roberts. You're yeah, talking about Reed Roberts who was and fourteen Reed, and zero.
1: Right. And was a great baseball player. Was a extremely good high school football player. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I just realized who. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I hate myself. Yep.
0: So who are you At taking 40, off your top twenty carries. list? Yeah, that's That's At right. Forty-seven Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you.
1: Know you know what? what? I always tell. I don't, no, don't tell me. I know you're talking about Hadji. Uh, yeah, two thousand four. I always tell Haji that he's the sixth best quarterback that's ever played at Guthrie. So uh, I I would add Haji to my to – my, I mean, he had a great, great high school uh, career in multiple sports, but um, – and then went on to college and had a good baseball career. But uh, Haji doesn't make my top 20. Sorry.
0: Well, can you at least make your honorable mention?
1: You no, know, you know, no, yeah, yeah. He's, he'd be honorable mention. Absolutely. Okay. And actually, I would I would probably put. Um, I mean, no, I, I'm not gonna go down that road. There'd be a lot of people on Marvel mentioned, but um, but no, Hodge, Hodge would be on. You thought he was going to be in my top twenty, didn't you? I thought you
0: at least mentioned his name, Phil. Well, gosh darn it! Keep talking your way out. I like this. All part. right. So, um, Chris, Chris 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 wins again. My Chris favorite thing again. about Hodge, of course, everyone. Uh, on the football field, we'll talk about uh, his 40 carries against uh, the Douglas Trojans in a victory in the yep. all-white uniforms. Yours is a baseball. But, yeah, one of the greatest state tournament performances I've ever seen from not only a Guthrie Blue oh. Jay player, but anybody ever wear a uniform. And I have I broadcast baseball, state baseball games. I've umpired state tournament baseball games. It's one of the greatest performances I've ever seen over a couple of days. I I still yeah, I, know. I no... still I still to this day see the ball flying out of Sand Springs down the left field with the sun settling down there. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget those moments. It was it was just unbelievable. Every time he got up there, he just knew he was going to get a hit, and most of the time it, he he did. It was amazing to watch him in that uh, state tournament over at Sand Springs.
1: Well, and hot, you know, Man, as you know, okay. oh boy, as you know. Um, <laughs> Uh, Hodge was my nominee for, to be inducted in the hall of fame a couple years ago.
0: Oh, now, um, now, okay. Here yes, we go. Yeah. Well, he was, Back value. Was, he we was he not my nominee? Okay. Was,
1: was he not? Was I not the one that brought up his name? Was I not Me the one nominee. that said my nominee this year is, is Hodge? Is that not true? Or as we affectionately call him, you know, uh, Mr. Chapel. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, is, I mean, is that not I mean, he was. I nominate. I mean, he was my guy uh, for the Hall of Fame. But, the yeah, there uh, obviously a Hall of Famer, and I'll have to buy Hodge lunch for the next for the rest of my life now after this. So it's Chris. But, yeah. So, do you think there's anybody else I left off that was obvious that I just messed up with?
0: No, I think you did a really good job. I think you did a good job. Okay. Uh, there's always going to be some arguments somewhere along. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. but here's another. Here's another name, and he was a. It was a punter, but how about J Bo Hensley? I mean oh. I mean, he never got a whole lot I'm of action, to... but when he did
1: kick the ball. The quickest kicker I've ever seen as far as once he, as far as kicking the ball, he could do it quicker than anybody. And people always forget about J Bo because he was surrounded by all these all time greats. The guy's great baseball player, would have been any other team would have been a one or two receiver. Um, could have started on the defensive backfield for any other team. I mean, he was just a stud, um, and now as an adult, he's a freaking scratch golfer. I mean, he's yeah, just he's, he's just a great athlete. So, so Jaybo, yeah, Jaybo's a freak athlete, but there's so many of them out there. I mean, I didn't mention, I didn't mention Michael Harmon, right? Who had a great high school career. Jack Dumas, who I think is one of the best linebackers, one of the fastest linebackers ever to play at Guthrie. Um, I mean, there's just so many, so oh, many on. great players we you, didn't mention. You
0: can't... It's it's a rule you can't say Harmon Dumas without Chapel. I mean, yeah, uh, no, that's trio. true. That is yeah, true. The trio, yeah, trying yeah, to They're kind of just
1: Justin. Yeah. W- Justin, was, Justin was a great linebacker in his own right, also. I mean, big time. But and then the other one, the, the other kid that I just loved to to watch play, and unfortunately because of injuries, really didn't get to see it. But had a tremendous game. I believe as a sophomore in 'O two was Josh Chapel. I mean, Josh was a was a great football player and of course had that bad knee injury in that year that we'd all like to forget in Guthrie. so many tragedies happened, but, but Josh was, was another great one. And his, and his little brother, Jaden Chapel, uh, three year, three year starter for the blue Jays, great football player, always found his way to the, to the action and would give him a little extra when he needed to. So Jaden's one of my all time favorites too, but, um, just a lot of great players were so fortunate to, to have watched that run, you know, people, one thing I do have to say is, you know, people in high school sports right now, and we're experiencing Lean some of that in Guthrie me. right now. Is that better? Yes. They uh, they say, you know, they'll say, well, you know, you talk about Rafe's record, and then immediately people start comparing it to Kelly Beebe, and I always start laughing, and I go, well, trust me, if Kelly Beebe had some of the names that we just mentioned in the bulk <laughs> of his career – yeah, his numbers would look very similar to Rafe's, trust me. Um, you know, it is still about the Jimmies and Joes. you got to have the freaks out there. You know, you and I have said this. In 5A football, if you got two outstanding, skilled kids and some really good kids, you're going to compete for a state title. In 07, they had 10 of them. In 02, they had multiples of them. In, in 11, they had multiples of them. And in 13, they had multiples of them. Well, gee, we won state those years. I mean, so you got to have freakishly good players to win state titles and nothing against our kids that, that, cause they're, they're giving you everything they got, but you know, we haven't had a, we haven't had a DeMarco or a Kai or a Keaton or a Dante or a Josh or a Iffy or any other names I've mentioned in several years come through here, so.
0: Yeah, uh, another one that uh, Ryan Cotty up. mentioned I think will be uh, definitely on there. And I, I I didn't get to see him play, but I've heard a lot about him and Neil Galbraith. Uh, I've seen uh, I've heard yeah. a lot of uh, things yeah. about him, so he would definitely uh, yeah. be on that list. And yeah. and you're right, Phil. It is all about the players. You know, we get to do uh, a lot of state championship games uh, throughout this throughout the last couple of years and. And in five A this yeah. year, Carl Everett had a lot of stud players. I mean, and they're they're all young and they're going to be good. McGinnis had a lot of good players as well, but they didn't have as many as Carl Everett. They had, you know, two or three really good. They had one stud, and they had some really good players around him. You got a, you got uh, Brendan Walker on the defensive side that played a little bit of offense. Yeah. You got a lineman that was uh, is going to be a walk in at OU. They got a good quarterback. Carl Everett had all that plus more. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were three, four deep
1: at running back. Yeah, it's about the Jimmys and Joes. And I mean, it's, uh, you know, and one thing I got to say, too, is, you know, there was that year and I don't remember, was it was 11 or was it 13 when we had the whole debacle with the OSSAA, and was that 11?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was Was that 13. Yeah, it was 11.
1: People forget this. Just to remind everybody the guy that stepped in was the head coach, his name was Kelly Beebe through that playoff run so so you know you, you know I mean it's it's and, and it had a lot of help from Scott Mick obviously and a lot of other players, but Kelly was the guy that was handed the baton when that when that happened so um you know it's in high school football you can't go recruit as much as some of us would like to. <laughs> Some days, but, Uh, but it, it, but you know, it's, it's about the players.
0: Okay. I got two trivia questions for you as as we wrap up our podcast here tonight. And it's been a good one here and we'll we'll make this a separate podcast from the other ones. I think a lot of people like to hear, hear your list, but uh, Kai Staley went to Oklahoma state university on a football scholarship. What was the other school that it came down to between for Kai OSU and Arkansas. That's Arkansas. Uh, I don't, Good. You mentioned I mean, he almost 2000- switched
1: his verbal. Yes, he did. <laughs> I mean, he, he was, was close to switching his verbal. It yes, I,
0: I remember. It's one of the. It was one. It was just when podcasting kind of got started. We entered. Yeah. I interviewed Kai during a home basketball game, and we were yeah. talking about the decision. And uh, boy, you put that on the Arkansas and the LSU. Uh, what are those? What are those called those? Those pages. Uh, uh, yeah. Message boards. Yeah. Message boards. Yes, yeah, and yes. That, uh, yeah, I was popular for about a couple of days uh, uh, as they were trying to decide where Kai was going to go, either OSU or Arkansas. Uh, that's why he had a big signing day too. But uh, but anyway, my other trivia question for you, Phil. You mentioned the 2011, okay. se- 2011 season uh, when Guthrie went in front of the OSSAA because uh, of the rule violation that uh, was ruled to end the to end the season, and then. Obviously, he got overturned and Guthrie played. What team did Guthrie play in the first round of playoffs on the following day? Because they couldn't play on Friday because the ruling came down late. Who did Guthrie play in the first round of playoffs in 2011? Was it an east side school? Well, first round game, so it would be a west side school. Oh that! Oh, first, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm and, sorry. He, and here's a hint. It was um, a day game, a very rare day game. Oh. Oh, well, was that? Oh, that was Shawnee. No, not Shawnee.
1: No, Shawnee was second round, weren't they? Or was that thirteen yeah. when we played then? That would have been
0: thirteen. And, and, a very good Shawnee okay, team.
1: By the way. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I don't
0: know. Can't remember. Uh, it was a, it was not a real good game uh, for the uh, visiting team. Fifty three to seven was the final score that day. It was a day game, and it was against the Durant yeah. Lions. Oh, who, by the way, right. I do I think that. they jumped out to a seven zero lead, if I recall correctly. Yeah, that was short lived. Yes, that yeah, eleven was a- team was.
1: You know, we always we always get caught up in the o two and seven discussion. And if I'm a kid on that 11 team or 13 team, I'm going, hey, excuse me, we're sitting right over here, you know. <laughs> and it's, you know, and that 11 team, if I had to rank them, it'd be 7 to 11 13s how I would rank them, but but um the uh the now all of them are great teams, but sure. Um but 11 man 11 was loaded. I mean, they were loaded, dude. I mean, absolutely yeah. loaded. You go back and look on that 11 team, there's I believe we there's five guys. Six. There's six guys on my top 20. It's on that 11 team.
0: Well, I, I remember Blake Belcher. I remember uh, Hayden Seifert on the left side. Malachi Galbraith was your center. Yeah. And was Evan Plagg on the other side, on, on the right side of that offensive line? I believe line? he was. I believe he was. I and I, I can't remember was. the right guard, but that was a pretty good offensive line too. Of course, you got Brian Dutton yeah, doing it too. To- Donovan Jordan and you know all the list of players. So Davis, Kai Callis, Luke yeah, yeah,
1: you know. Um, and another kid to get, that we didn't mention tonight that wouldn't be on my list, but he was a great football player. But there's just so many good ones. Um, John, uh, gosh darn it, terrible Clark. number forty. John Clark, great all-around football player. Just could do it all. And then, and then uh, our favorite. Uh, uh, one of our favorite uh, Trevor Blassett games, not on our list. Trevor was an absolute monster.
0: Tiger.
1: tiger. Well played. Well played. <laughs> tiger, Trevor, tiger, Trevor was, Trevor was, uh, all the of Mohawk, but, yeah. Um Trevor was a monster on the defensive side of the ball too. I mean, and we didn't put him on the list, but,
0: but yeah, a lot of
1: great players didn't make the list, uh, including some of my sons um so i'll pay for that later but you know it is what it is
0: and you know um you know we only had we had some great co- we have great coaches great players yes. maybe our next podcast we can talk about some of our super fans during those years you know there was a lot of oh, buses boy. there were a lot of signs there were a lot of cowbells there was a lot of a lot of super fans in the uh, Guthrie. you had the mohawk that you just talked about with mr blasting and with the uh the blue mohawk and uh yeah, what, the tailgating the was was all every- interesting
1: the Smitties up in the stands, everybody hit somebody.
0: Well, you had the <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, the the uh the Smedley uh the air horn. Was that Smedley?
1: Yeah, that was the little bus. Little bus was uh made a lot of trips and and there was a few of us that uh participated in all those fun activities. Uh but the former administration made us wouldn't allow us to pull up on the field anymore after that one year. I think we got yeah, a little a too of, rambunctious. A couple. Lot of days. rules. A lot of rules so, following those years. A lot of rules. a lot of rules yeah yeah, great time and and i I will say this i didn't and i'm not going to disclose the coach but i talked to a coach this evening that called me just to say hey what's up and just to talk with the with the everybody been shut down and and he brought up this top five thing because you know he had seen it and and he said uh I said, well, explain to me, if you were going to argue the difference between 07 and 02, what would it be? And he goes, well, that's real simple. He goes, if you he said, I always ask him, is it the same coaching staff? He goes, because 02 is not going to run against the 07 defense with BB in that five defense. He said, oh, it's just they wouldn't do it. And he, said, and he said, you'd split one guy out wide to cover um, uh, their number one wide receiver on the 02 team. Keenan, and then after yeah, and then after Keenan, you know you got DJ, you got you got Israel locked up with Keenan, which would be a great matchup. And then on the other side, you have DJ Hughes, who was a great cornerback. Um, and I'm not going to say the kid's name, but you know it, the, the drop off was there. Now, great, all good players. I'm not being critical of those players, but you know he like said uh, that that's coming from a coach that coached uh, both teams actually a coach that coached all four championship teams so you know it's and it's always for me it's always interesting to talk now they're smart guys nobody's gonna pick a favorite i mean i mean hell i won't even pick one and i wasn't a coach obviously but but it's as far as players but but i genuinely do believe the 07 team would beat the 02 team now i'm not saying they'd run them off the field they wouldn't but it would be a great ball game but
0: too many weapons. Would, too many weapons you know, in 07. Many, uh, Demarco many, Jones was good, but you, I mean, you just put two or three guys to Demarco Jones, and then, then you stop him, and you know, uh, you have Israel or Dante or Kai on help on on on, on uh, Keenan Webb, and so it's just it's not. I mean, it's fair. It's not fair, but to do that, but uh, just yeah. so many weapons in 07. And real quick, Alvick. Uh, mentioned the 06 07 football season talking about 06 being one of their good defensive team. And I was like, uh, of course, that was a semifinal team for the blue Jay uh, season that year. Got beat by Lawton Mack down Boston at OU. Yeah.
1: Awesome yeah. Norman. And really, we only, we only had one bad series. Yeah. Got down 14. Catch up the rest of the game. Yeah. Got down 14. 0 and then we battled back, but no, I agree with you. Al. I think that 06 team, 06 graduating class of 07, uh, you know, that's one of the teams I have always felt, w- was as good as anybody in the state, and I think that '09 graduating class '09 was as good of a football team as anybody in the state. So you know, there's been some great, uh, great teams.
0: When Al mentioned that '06 team, I was like, eh. I look over there again. This was the state semifinal team. Here's the points they allow each week defensively: seven, 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 six, zero, 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 0 twenty-one, zero, seven, fifteen, twelve. So that's pretty, pretty good defensive numbers. <laughs>
1: What was 07's or 08's defensive numbers? Are you talking about the 07 championship team? That
0: was the 06
1: team. Now read off the 07's numbers defensively
0: 10 0, 0, 0, 0, 7, 0, 0, 21 0, 0, 34 14
1: 3. Right. And then read off their offensive numbers from 07.
0: Shawnee put 34 points on Guthrie that year in the second round playoffs. Of course, Guthrie put 61 yeah. on him too. But um, the 07 numbers, <laughs> it was a good game for a half. Uh, the, the 07 numbers offensively were 42, 62, 58, 68, 69, 51, 69, 69, 24, 69, 61, 61, 45, and 15. Yep. Yeah. Now, real quick, just to,
1: just to wrap this up. Tell me o two's numbers.
0: O2, defensively? Sure, we'll do defense and offense. Defense, 25, 8, 41, 6, 0, 10, 7, 13,
1: 19, 12, 13, 20, and 13. Offensively. Very, very respectful. They gave up 41,
0: yep offensively they scored 14 47 14 41 51 63 38 43 35 22 29
1: 27 23 16 again i will here say this, the reason go ahead
0: i will say this though i will say this here real quick that that 0-2 playoff run with ardmore tossy central Chickasha, booker t washington is four that's stacked now that's that's stacked no no that's. a best
1: playoff run ever as far as absolutely absolutely and, and the thing i would think i would say about the o2 team chris also had the best offensive and defensive lines absolutely that i think i've ever seen it got yeah just dominant absolutely dominant all right brother we got to get off here because tyler frederick our, our friend buddy t fred i know uh I saw. throwing stats out well what i want to say t fred is here I it comes that, I would, I I, You know
0: what I didn't even, even have to I didn't even have to Bring this up to Phil He's going to do it on his own okay. Go ahead Phil
1: But I do have I do remember us uh, Slamming the door in, in 08 football season On Bishop McGinnis winning streak uh, I believe they were a two time Defending state champion When they came into yes. our house Week one And you go, I believe Phil. we beat him, Was it 20 Was it 20 to 0 I think we shut them out Didn't we 21 to 3 Phil Two on three. Yeah, so T. Fred, I do remember that. Keep going, Phil. I don't know what you're talking Keep going.
0: I can't. I love,
1: I can't, I love T. Fred. I can't. I got to stop. Hey, I get off
0: hey that 21-3 ball game, Gabe Eichert got blown up by Josh King. I, oh, I bet he still feels brutal. that.
1: <laughs> Josh King, 165 pounds. Gabe Eichert at that time
0: probably 230, and his head hit before his butt did. Was he sure did. That was awesome, <laughs> T. Fred. We love you, buddy. Great McGinnis supporter. Great McGinnis coach. Thank you, T. Fred. We always enjoy hey, having fun with got, you.
1: Now, T. Fred did just add that
0: was the same night when the mascot got arrested from McGinnis. <laughs> he sure did. You're <laughs> right. I got pictures. I got pictures, and that was before uh, that was before news page days, and I still got a picture of that uh, crime scene of the uh, McGinnis mascot. So. We are out of here. Thank you to T. Fred and all of our great uh, listeners and, and, and viewers out there. Thank you for all the great feedback as well. For Phil Nichols, I'm Chris Evans. We'll talk to you next time on the Open Mic Podcast.